Do you ever want to dive deeper into the Bible, but you just don't know where to begin or struggle to even feel like you have the time? When you read the Bible, do you get frustrated because you know there's so much more in there, you just have no clue how to get it out? Or maybe you just want to know the Bible better and you're looking for any resource to help. Well, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible Podcast. We're two sisters. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. (laughs) And we love to study the Bible and talk about it. We want to help others understand it better. When it comes to our own study of Scripture, we found that in bringing back the context, it actually adds to our understanding. It adds color to the black and white pages of the text. So she threw me off. I did. I didn't mean to. <laughs> she paused because who's ever opening normally says their name first. Is that the way we do yeah, it? Yeah, that's normally how we do it here. You opened all of Acts, so I've just gotten out of, <laughs> Got the, out habit. of the habit. That's okay. It works. But that's why I chuckled because yes. it's like, you're supposed to say your name first. Sorry. But the look in her eyes. Of panic. Told me. Toffee, toffee. <laughs> yes. So, but it's October. I love the fall. Yes. My favorite. Sweaters. Season. Hot blankets, warm fires, white hot chocolate. Yes. Yes. But maybe it'll be warm, maybe it'll be cold. We don't know yet. Nope. But what we do want to say, what else Erica loves, is being a retreat speaker. I do. I love being able to share the Bible with That's people face like to face. Erica's heart and passion. Yes. And one day when kids are grown, Lord willing, one day I yes. will do it far more often. Yes. But if you're in the Michigan area, yep. Or if you want to drive to the Michigan area. Or fly. Yes. Erica will be speaking at Blaine Christian Church. Yep. Mm B-L-A-I-N-E. November 12th. 12th. It's a Saturday. It's a one-day event. Yep. Erica will be there speaking twice. Yes. With a short, two long ones in the morning and a short wrap-up in the afternoon. And so if you're interested, if you're in that area, if it's within driving distance, jump on that church's website. Yeah, they will have a link up, mm-hmm. I'm told, when as it gets closer so you can get tickets. Mm-hmm. Or contact the church and ask. Right, or contact Erica at ericavanheitsma.com. Yeah, I can find she out. She can send more information. Yep. But we do want to just say Erica is, one, Erica speaking at a church right. this fall. But two, if you're looking for a retreat speaker. Yeah, I would be honored. Erica's done, this will be your third no, I've done more. Okay, I know. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of what I remember. Right. So Erica's done it multiple times. Let's numerous times. Let's say that. Right. Um, she and she's done longer than one day. Right. Yes. <laughs> the longest is, was your church, Veronica. Right. Which was Thursday to Saturday. Yep. So she is available. Yes. So and it's something where. Erica's always excited to create new content. Yes. For each retreat. Yep. Yes. Praying about what the Lord wants to say to you and your women. And it's always an honor to be a part of it. Yes. So, so I'd love to see any of you guys there meet yes. you face to face. And if you do listen and you don't, you haven't ever met Erica, come right. up and meet her at the retreat yes. and tell her. Yes. I would love to meet you. Because it's always fun to put a face right. with a voice. Yes. So hopefully if you're on our social media, you see our faces. Right, but now I get to see yours. Yes, that's if true. You show up. Yes. And you'll get to see how much she uses her hands. Oh, my word. <laughs> yes, just a little. Yes. But 
that's just our quick announcement. We won't right. mention it every week, but we will no. throw it out a few more times right. before November comes so you don't miss out on that opportunity. Right. But for now, we're right. having fun. In Jonah, I wanted to say, Veronica, I started, well, I was thinking about this as we were talking through Jonah. Last night, I texted my sisters and said, guess what? <laughs> I am stellar mom. I have all three of my daughters have been mad at me today. And we yep. all kind of laughed. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a good day. And my middle daughter was upset because her father told her brush your teeth and oh. she didn't do it right away. And he told her again, brush your teeth. She still didn't do it right away. And he was like, brush your teeth. And she was in the bathroom for 30 seconds. What we was she doing? I want to know what the other two times she, she was, was doing. just dorking around okay I don't know we were cleaning up the kitchen and and so she gave him an attitude so I sweet little brought her in the bedroom and we talked about you don't you know and we have this phrase and I don't know where I got it from but I did not make this up but I say obedience is right away mm -hmm. all the way the happy way mm -hmm. but I will take all the way and right away without happy. Right. That one's negotiable. Obviously, that's the negotiable one. <laughs> but I want obedience and I want it now. Yep. yep. And she was like, fine, I'll brush now. And I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care if you're happy. That's Go okay. brush your teeth. And as you were talking, that made me think, Veronica, mm -hmm. of Jonah. Uh-huh. In chapter three. I think that's where we are. Right. Like, hmm, I know someone else who I'll obey but I'm not happy. Right. And there's times with that, whereas the parent, the first time you explain to your kid, here's why I'm asking you to do this. Here's why I want you to brush your teeth so they don't fall out of your head. Right. Simple. That one's kind of a given because you've done right. it every day of your life for 10 right. years. You would think. But like picking up your room or helping clean up the living room. You know, right. company's coming. Right. Somebody's coming over or this is, people keep tripping over this. You explain, here's why I'm asking right. you to do this. By the third or fourth time? You're done explaining? I'm not explaining anything. I'm right. just, do it. I'm done. I tell my kids, I'm pulling rank. Right. <laughs> there I'm is mom. no more discussion. Yes. I had rank right. beforehand, but now I'm pulling it and I don't have to explain right. anything. This is a dictatorship child. Yes. And so, Erica, with that background, right. do you want to read Jonah 3, verses 1 and 2? Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim it to it the message I give you. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so if you look back at chapter 1, there's some similarities. Right. But in chapter 1, God had added, because its wickedness has come up before me. He so gives the reasoning. He gives the reason. Jonah, you're in this with me. Right. You're my prophet. You need to understand why I'm sending you to your enemies. Right. You need to understand what I see, what I want. Which I would appreciate. Sure. A little yeah. understand. It never right. hurts to understand the reason behind the command. Right. It helps. It actually, I know personally, it helps me go, oh, oh this right. is why I need to do this. Right. But, but the second time God is <laughs> what I like is God doesn't wait till the third time. No. Like Brian did with Allie. Right. <laughs> it was the second time. Right. He pulls rank. Yeah. He pulled rank right, right. away. Just go. go. There's no explanation. Jonah, we're not in this together. You're just doing what right. I tell you to There's do. There's no debate. Yes. There's nothing. 
I will tell you to do this and you will go do it. Yes. Jonah's not obeying with a happy heart. <laughs> no, he is doing it finally. Yes. But there's no joy. But which is interesting of Jonah's going to do it because I think he's realized. I have to. I have no other choice. I've tried to commit suicide. <laughs> no. And he wouldn't let me. I couldn't even die <laughs> to get away from disobeying God. Fine. I will do it. Because truthfully, if you've tried to commit suicide right. to disobey God and that didn't work. Right. What else do you have? Right. Jonah, you know you can't run away. Right. Jonah, you, pr- you can't even die. Right. So, so you have nothing else to do. But do it. But do it. And maybe he won't even let you sleep. You know, right? like it's like, Jonah, don't even go to bed. Jonah. 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 Uh-huh. Time to get up, Jonah. I mean, you can just. Right. You have no choice. Yes. So, Erica, with that, would you like to read verse three? Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord. <gasps> Collective gasp as the yes. whole audience is shocked. This man finally obeyed mm-hmm. and went to Nineveh. Now, Ninia, Nineveh. Ninia. <laughs> I like that name. Ninia. <laughs> Not sure what I was saying right there. Nineveh was a very important city. A visit required three days. All right. Is this a great? It is. What did your translation say? My translation said very important, but I'm wondering if it's great. It is in great. The Hebrew. So again, great. And we started out with the great city right. of Nineveh. Then we had a great storm. Right. And then a great fish. And a great fear. Yes, and a great fear. The sailors feared a great fear. Mm -hmm. And we're back to this great city of Nineveh. And it was an important city, which is interesting because the way it can be described, or the way it's written in our unpublished commentary Mm. from Brian Van Heitzma, it describes the greatness of the city. It could be translated, this city was great to God. Oh. Like the God of Israel. Okay. There's four. Let me get. Let oh, me, there's four. Yeah. Okay. The city was great to the gods, oh. which would be the pagan gods. Right. The idols. The idols. Or it was the city was great in the sight of God. Again, God of Israel. Oh, okay. Or the city was great in the sight of the gods. Most Bible translations kind of just gloss over it. Right. They don't have <laughs> anything like that. And don't translate it literally. Okay. So, was Nineveh great to the gods? In other words, was it a city full of pagan gods? Oh, okay. Or was Nineveh great to Elohim, the god of the entire world? Oh. Which one do you want to guess your husband thought it was, Air? Oh, boy. I don't remember. Um, I'm going to choose. Full of pagan gods. Eh, oh. Wrong. All of the above. All of, of course. <laughs> you should have known. Of course, I should have known. It's Hebrew. Hebrew is such a cool language. Such a full Because picture. there's so many times where there's double meaning. There's right. double ideas behind it. So it's full of pagan mm-hmm. deities, but it is also great in the sight of the God of mm-hmm. Israel, which is why he's sending Jonah. Right. So it's a wicked, evil city. Right. Which would make it great in the sight of the gods. Right. But yet, what we're going to see happen in Nineveh, which, by the way, I'm not going to get into, but if you get into the Gospels, Jesus brings up Nineveh. Right. Because of what we're going to see happen in Nineveh. So you have this 
it's going to be great to God because of the repentance because he of sees. the response right right so you've got mm. both going on here so if you're wondering i'm gonna choose both <laughs> good job Yay! and i'm not gonna go back and edit out your wrong answer <laughs> <laughs> but so we have this great city of nineveh great to god and great to the gods and then the next thing it said was mm. it kind of gives this interesting idea rough maybe measurement right do you remember what it said air three days Yes. A visit required three days. So again, what does it really mean? Hmm. Some people want to go back, rightly so, to three days in the belly of the fish. Right. Jonah, were you in that? Because really, and we kind of talked about last week, why three days in the fish, three right. days and nights? How did Jonah know? One is it's just that idiom. Right. For a passage of time. Right. But it also could kind of be correlating the two of this is a great city three days it was a great fish you were in Mm -hmm. for the length of time you were in the fish is the length of time you get to be in the Mm -hmm. city because it's probably not going to take three days to walk around the city right because according to your husband's commentary a single day's journey on foot is roughly 25 miles oh that would be a that would be 75 miles which Based on archaeology, it wasn't that big. Nineveh's not that big. Yeah, I think Brian said it was um, seven. Oh, it was about just less than two thousand acres. Oh, yes. Wow. So clearly, it's not a radius or a circumference or so, a diameter yeah. of seventy-five miles. Interesting. So when it calls it a great city, it's still not. It doesn't even mean like great huge. in our way, right? Huh, interesting. Right. Okay, I forgot about that. Right. Well, and I, yeah. So the idea is kind of it pro- to maybe go through every block, every street, would every take alleyway you. would take three days. Oh, okay. To go through. So Jonah. Right. Canvas the neighborhood. If you're going to do a good job, obey, which we know he's not, but right. pretend for a moment if right. you really wanted to obey God and make sure you did it. It would take you three days. It would take you three days to go down every street. (laughs) I just don't see. No. Jonah. No. Which is also going to then set us up for verse four. Jonah, Jonah, Jonah. On the first day, Jonah started into the city. He proclaimed. I'm going to stop you there. Okay. All right. Jonah's how far the way into his obedience, shall we say? He's one day in the city. One day. So one third of the way. Right. And he's going to, he's been given by God. A message. Hey, prophet of God. Right. Give a message. Now, don't answer this yet, Erica, but let everyone have a chance to think. When a prophet gives the word of the Lord, what is normally... Almost always the first thing the prophet of the Lord says. Can I answer or do you want me to? Now you can. Thus saith the Lord. Yes. Somehow the prophet always acknowledges. This is not my message. Mm -hmm. This is God's message. Mm -hmm. So with that background in mind of every other prophet, give us Jonah's words or message. 40 more days. Nineveh will be overturned. Five words in Hebrew. Five. Like... (laughs) Come on, Jonah. How you you wonder if his whole journey to Nineveh 
He was trying to pare it down. Oh, yeah. Like, what do I not have to say? And what do, what's the absolute right? minimum right? I have to do? It's like telling your kids to clean their room and they shove everything under the bed. Yep. Or in the closet. Like, yep. I clean my room, Mom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Jonah is. So, first the thing we notice is Jonah's lacking. Heart. Compassion. <laughs> words. All of that. Obedience. But telling the people who this message is from. Right. <laughs> because Jonah's not even a local. Oh, my word, Jonah's Jonah. not even somebody they're going to respect or look. Oh, you're the guy we see on TV all the time. Right. You're the guy we've heard about. You've written that book I love. Right. There's nothing about Jonah that gives him any credibility or any authority to come into the way the people are looking at it, no authority, to come into the city and say, hey, you're going to be overturned. You have to wonder if he walked in, found the first marketplace, <laughs> went, hey, 40 days, you're all doomed. Turn around and walk right. out. Like, that's the picture I get. Right. It's the bare minimum. So he doesn't tell him whose authority he's coming in. Nope. So therefore, because if you're going to change. I need to know. Which God? Right. Who gave you a, who's going to overturn me? Why am I being overturned? And then overturned? that would be the next question. Why are they being overturned? And how can I stop it? Right. He gives them nothing. Why are we being overturned? And why do did I care we, what you think? Did and... we do something wrong? Right. Is our enemies coming? What's, what's causing this? What the heck, Jonah? <laughs> Little more information. And truthfully... I'm going to assume Nineveh's kind of like today where you have wackos. Right. Walking around randomly. Right. Spouting out things. Right. What do you do when you pass that? <laughs> Random person spouting out doom and gloom. You put your head down and you walk quickly and you try to be polite, but and you keep don't, walking. <laughs> and you don't even believe it. No. There's, I mean, you just look and go, you're crazy. Right. Sorry, you're in the image of God, but. If I, yeah, if someone came into my town. And, and I heard about this, I'd be like, whatever. No. And so what's fascinating is it's kind of like Jonah's like, all right, I'll obey. Right. I said the bare minimum. I can't get away from this, God. Right. So I'll do it, but I am going to give you nothing to work with. Right. There, I did it. I did it. You know, I I would have liked to have seen Allie brush her teeth last night. Like that. <laughs> I'm sure she probably did in her heart. Each tooth barely got right. touched by the brush. Right. But I did it. Yes. So that's what we have. And I'll say it again. God wants obedience, but he really also wants that joyful obedience. Yeah, that's you know, hard. The right way. Right, right away, right. all the way, the yes. happy way. So, but also Jonah uses five words. Forty more days and Nineveh will be overturned. Five in Hebrew, not in English. But he picks that word overturned. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Hebrew word. And it's too long to spell it. I'll spell it. H-A-P-H-A-C-H. H-A-P-H-A-C-H. Hop-ha. Sure. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Right. I should have shown it to her ahead of time. But anyways, it, it's a word that means overturn or turn upside down. And the word picture that goes with it is like a bowl of food. And when judgment comes, it's turned upside down and everything spills out. 
Right. So you have completely overturned. It's kind of like we say in English in America, the burglars turned this place upside down. Oh, right. It's a mess. Yeah. Every yes. drawer open. Everything, everything is just yeah. bookshelves knocked over. Every right. drawer open. All the right. content scattered. Nothing is where it should right. be. Right. And so what's interesting is this is not a word Jonah just uses randomly. We actually first see it used with two famous cities in Genesis. Well, Sodom and Gomorrah. That would be my Ding, guess. ding, 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 ding. You got it right. Okay. That's the first time you see... Again, the same idea. The wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah, God's going to deal with it. He's going to bring judgment, and he overturns those cities with his judgment. And they are all destroyed, and the people are all destroyed. Yes. And so, Jonah's probably <laughs> like, I gotcha. Yep. God, what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah, he's doing here. Booyah. Yep. So Jonah might have maybe enjoyed part of his message. Right. Knowing right. what was coming. Right. But what's fascinating, again, is the jo- to me the joy of the Hebrew language. Right. There's a double meaning here. It can also mean to describe somebody turning their life upside down in a change. So we have the idea of somebody who's down, going down the wrong path, completely drug addict, whatever, horrible things you want to say this person is doing, and they turn their life around, meaning they go in the opposite direction, and it brings out something good. So the life is turned upside down in a good way. Yes. And so it's hilarious because it's like Jonah's going, ha, I got you, God. This city's going to be turned upside down, and God's like, gotcha, Jonah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It is turned upside down. Joke's on you. Yep. This is not the upside down you thought. So it's just the humor there that we miss. Right. Of I just feel like God's constantly going, try it, Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch what I'm going to do next. Booyah. Every way you turn, Jonah, God's going to match it. Right. And, and up, up it, it. Just a little. Right. So Asher, my five-year-old, keeps asking me, does God have a sense of humor? Oh, yes. And I'm like, oh, dear boy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a podcast you can listen yes. to. Does God laugh? Does God tell jokes? I think it is. Because he created humor. Yeah. And we see that here in Jonah. Yes. So, Erica, if you would finish then, I don't think you read it all the way, the rest of verse 5. The Ninevites believed God. They declared a fast, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. Yes. So, to me, they were ready for this message. Mm Mm-hmm. Jonah's only gone one-third of the way through the city. And said five words. And said five words. And notice who they believed. It says God. Yes. So it's not, I mean, they knew immediately, instantly, somehow. He was a Hebrew. He was a Hebrew, which God it was. Right. And they responded. In an amazing way. Without any direction or idea, anything right. from Jonah. Right. They took and went to fasting and putting on sackcloth. And so one thing we don't often talk about, maybe not, maybe some of you do, hopefully you do, but is fasting. Oh. Is the idea of I'm emptying myself right. out to come before God and go, I am so empty before you. Right. 
you know, that idea it, that they would know with repentance. We need to fast. We need to fast. Because let's go back. What I did skip over was that word believed. And it's the he, in the Hebrew wor- world, in the Eastern mindset, belief is more than just a knowledge. Right. It's more than just an intellectual facts. Right. It's a belief. It's the thoughts, but it's with action. Right. Right. It's action plus belief. And I can't think of that Hebrew word right now. Emunah. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Faith, faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And so because the idea is if you believe it, if you really know it, You'll do something. You'll you, live your life based on it. You will see the actions to right. go with it. So if you say, I have faith in God. You're going to live. Yes. Like it. Yes. So. What do you think? I don't know. We're halfway through. I know. I think we're going to end it here. Because what I don't want to do is get to the end and have to rush. Right. Okay. So these weeks on Jonah have been a little bit shorter. The chapters on Jonah have been a little shorter, but I think we're ending with a good point. As you keep reading through Jonah, as you keep continuing with these last five verses in the chapter, the idea of what's your belief in God? Right. What you believe will evidence self in what you do. Right. Right. And your actions matter. And is there an area of repentance Mm -hmm. God is calling you to, us Mm -hmm. to? Is there, you know, maybe... Do you need to consider fasting from something for right. a while? Or food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's painful. That is a hard one. That is a hard one. Right. But yeah, you also go, okay, God, if I really believe right. my actions matter, right. I want to come before you. Right. And you know, and we're not saying legalism. We're saying I'm doing this with the heart and the attitude of let me serve you, worship you. Let me obey. Joyfully. Right. I'm joyfully. doing this all joyfully because I'm choosing to use my actions to show you my belief, my faith, my trust, right, my worship of you. Right. So as we wrap up Jonah chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, let me just remind you we have social media, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Erica has a website. And let me say it again. Look for on her website for that information for the retreat. As time gets closer, if it's not there, you can contact Erica that way yep. and say, hey, what was that information? How do I get in touch with you? But it's Blaine Christian Church in Arcadia, Michigan, November 12th. I don't know if that church cares, but they would probably love to have a bunch of women show up. Right, <laughs> right. I'm sure they'd be thrilled. Everyone's always thrilled when your yes. event goes well and has good numbers. But thanks for listening to us, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.